0: man come on the lights green let's go where is it oh there it is i mean i almost dropped cranberry uh sauce on my freaking pants that that oh that, not that the game. cranberry
1: sauce not yeah, the man. cranberry
0: sauce oh man yeah that was that was i was, I was about to be upset because I, I didn't i was like did he caught that
1: nice late to work for. What up, world? We're back at it again another week. Late to work sports. What up, Vince?
0: No song today. Oh, doing, bro, guys?
1: I was waiting for the song. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man, I was waiting. I was like, I started snapping my fingers looking like a Carlton up in here. That well, I had my... some little scrappy in my head, but I don't think that's suitable for Ooh. viewers. Oh, a little head buzzer? Yeah. What do you, know? you know about that? I was jamming that today on the way to uh, work. That's that's put me in the mood. I do have a, a quick little joke here. My
0: son this morning, or excuse me, last uh, yesterday afternoon to be exact. Get it right. um, we have a um, like an old school pencil sharpener at work.
1: Like and when you turn, a, you crank?
0: Oh, yeah, that, the, the, the crank, Ooh, you know, the one, yeah. so the one. Yeah. I wonder
1: if you would up, just sit there and just shred your whole pencil in yep. because you didn't want to go sit down. Yep, yep. So
0: uh, I, I walk him over there to it, and I said, son, what is that? He's like, that's a telephone. I was like, no. <gasps> oh, buddy. <gasps> oh, oh, no, Nobody. he did No, he didn't. <laughs> yes, yes, oh he did. <laughs> yes, he oh, did. Oh, God. Yes, he did. I'll tell you what, though. It was hanging up over there, and it looked like a rotary phone, so I'll give him that. But he was like, no, that's a telephone. I said, no, son. That's a pencil sharpener, man.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Well, you don't need pencil sharpeners if you use iPads, eh? Exactly. <laughs> ah, well, now that we're done with that, jeez. Um... <laughs> We got a pretty good show. It's definitely heavy football, but we uh, we got a little bit of NBA up in there to kick it off. So, Vince, yes, if you're ready, I'm ready. We'll go ahead and roll right into it.
0: Okay. All right. Well, the first thing I was going to talk on this, the uh, today was the fact that Kyrie is still suspended. I think he's on game number seven right now. Mm-hmm. And everybody's outraged for the most part, except for the, the Nets owner I mean other than him saying like you know they made a mistake but I, I, I just I think at this point his list of demands is way too much and it's, it's almost emasculating at this point
1: I I mean here's one thing I have an issue with and you could probably speak to it better than than I can in the NBA I can speak real real heavy on on the NFL but do they suspend him drag people through the ringers like this if they are wrapped up in domestic abuse?
0: No. Mm-mm. This is what if, that's that's what why it makes it so weird.
1: What about if they're uh, wrapped up in uh, sexual assault allegations? No, you you like there's
0: a there's a there's a
1: set suspension.
0: Like you don't just be like, "Oh, well, minimum of 5 and we'll see from there."
1: So because this guy used his god-given rights by being born american um and posted something that maybe we didn't agree with maybe you did whatever to me he didn't really dig it wasn't like he was saying i agree with everything in this movie he was just posted something but either or it doesn't really matter you know what side of the fence you're on there but because this man posted something he is having to i mean he's getting jerked to the ringer he's lost millions of dollars mm-hmm. and it's mind blowing man because you know what it really reminds me of ultimately what I can think of it reminds me of um What's that? i don't know and uh, and and this is obviously it's different it's a little different and i'm not talking about the the situation that got to this point right what they did to get to this point i'm not talking about that i'm talking about what transpired after Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. If you remember, it was peaceful protest, whether you agreed with it, whether you didn't, he did that, right, he did his act, and they went wild bashing him, I mean, it was, everybody's divided, one people saying he should be allowed to do this, other people say he shouldn't, technically it is his right, it's his right, his God-given right, Right. and and they went crazy with it, he lost all his money, being blackballed from the NFL, I just feel like these things, man, that these NFL players, NBA players, these sports athletes, right? They're doing something, they're posting something, they're speaking up. Why are we not putting punishments on these people that are harming children? Why are we not putting punishments on these people that are, you know, beating their pregnant spouses? I mean, Greg Hardy is a
0: good example of that.
1: Exactly. That's where – I'm not saying – that I agree with what Colin Kaepernick did or did not do. I'm not saying I agree with what uh, Kyrie Irving did or did not do. I am not saying that one way or the other, right? Because we don't put our personal opinions out here. That's just just not what we do on this show. But I am saying is, how come we think that the punishment for some actions, to me, LeBron for instance, saying Kyrie has harmed many people by typing something he didn't say go out and harm these people. How is he harmed people? Meanwhile, Greg Hardy, as you said, is literally. There's pictures of what he did to his to his girlfriend. You got he, Deshaun you know he Watson. Gets rewarded,
0: you know what he gets rewarded for though. So he, he he ends up losing his like his privilege in the NFL, and then
1: somebody signs him in the MMA. Yep.
0: I'm yep. sorry, I had to throw that out there.
1: Uh. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. Then that, and then you turn around and you look like uh, like Deshaun Watson, you know? Whether mm-hmm. he did it, whether he not, whether he did not, right? I'm, we're not going to put our opinions out there, but the man was drug through the mud for a long time for over 20 sexual assault allegations and sexual harassment allegations, right? Right. And he's getting ready to come back and play for the uh, for the Browns and all of that. He got a 230 million dollar guaranteed, fully guaranteed contract. What are we doing with society know. when we think that the that it is okay to do that type of thing that physical mental abuse through people, whether he did or didn't, we know some of the other ones that we spoke of already have. It's okay to do that. Yet this dude posts a tweet, and now you're just—how long are you gonna let this dude? How are you gonna let this dude be punished for it? I mean, I don't like it. I, I, I don't like it at all, man. I just don't think the crime fits the punishment. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you got you got Draymond Green walking around punching his teammates in the face, and he was allowed to to step away for his own little bit of time. Like what? You know, I I don't know, man. I don't feel like the. The, to me, the crime does not, or the punishment does not fit the crime.
0: Well, no, I, I agree with you there, Jonathan. I, I don't think that this is um, this is the right way to go about things. And I think this is a back step. And I, I, I don't know if you remember me talking about how the next collective bargaining agreement, James the likes of James Harden, Ben Simmons, and Kyrie Irvin were going to change the landscape of the next collective bargaining yeah, agreement.
1: Yeah, we talked about it load management was our big thing we were talking about.
0: Yes. So so now the, the, the owners have just taken a step back now because of yeah. what Joe said. did.
1: Yeah, because at this point, this dude's got all his power. And what's screwed up about it is he holds Kyrie's future in his hand. So Kyrie, it ain't like he can just—it ain't like Kyrie can just say, "Either cut me or let me play." No, man, you're suspended. I can run your whole contract out till it ends. like, and that's what I don't like. There is—they already have a lot of power, you know what I mean. But now this dude's got even more power just to do whatever, and the commissioner's not stepping in. Because Which I, they, think
0: he's, I think he's—I
1: think he's
0: a—I think he's a sissy. I, I He's really definitely
1: do. a pushover, man. He he yeah. should be stepping in because this is not here's the thing, right? Kyrie posted what he posted and this hey or this owner doing this is allowing this grudge sustain this you know moment in history to linger.
0: Yeah. No.
1: And it's, this- and I know this is not something that the NBA the NBA is not supportive of what Kyrie said. And I understand why they're not supportive. You know what I mean? But allowing this coach to continue to suspend it, guess what it's doing? It's all over the news media. It's all over ESPN, you know, uh, Fox Sports, you name it. FS1. It's everywhere, man. Everybody's talking about it right now.
0: The one thing that he didn't want for his franchise this year, he's now causing more attention. Yep. You know, and, and, and this may be a stretch here. I, I I believe it is a stretch. You, Do you think the owner may have some form of resentment towards Kyrie because of him not wanting to get the COVID shot last year?
1: There's a possibility, man. There's a possibility because you got to think he paid Kyrie how much money? Yeah. He paid all these other players how much money, and they couldn't even do anything, get anything, I and mean, they got bumped in the first round. They probably would have been higher than the first round, maybe matched up with a better team or with a different team, maybe he had a better matchup, but you know, maybe have more chemistry. I definitely think he has some resentment to him. Now, in the owner's defense, how can you really not? You know what I mean? Yes, it is your right, whether you want to get the vaccine or not. However, you're costing me millions of dollars, man. Millions. So, I can see why the owner may have a little hostility towards him. But if that's the case, then you don't resign him this year. You let him go, man. Exactly. And that's where the line draws. Now you just—it's almost like, uh, what are you? What are you doing? Are you trying to get back at him? Is this? It's kind of like what we talked about with the with the Celtics and and how they were treating their head coach. Are you yeah. trying to get back at him? Like, what's up here? That's kind of hey. where it's at right now.
0: Okay, well, that let's 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 get off that topic because that might actually start ticking me off here. Um, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but let's get on your heat here. So there have been talks about Kyrie, uh, Kyle Lowry, and mm-hmm. um, Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Possible
1: trade. Make it happen.
0: You want it to happen.
1: I do want it to happen. I I think that Jimmy Buckets and. Uh, Westbrook would be nasty together. I Don't get me wrong, I think Lowry is a, is a really good player. I think he's underrated, in my opinion. Uh, I, I like him. I think he plays well with our team. But I think that that would honestly rejuvenate. The same way kind of Westbrook's career is rejuvenating right now, coming off the bench, less mm-hmm. stress and everything. I think being a change of scenery would really help that man. So I, I want to make it happen. I think it would bring out um, almost – Westbrook's competitive. And he knows people are talking about, you ain't got it no more. You're washed up. You never were that good. Everybody's talking that game. You know, the haters are out there, and they're in full force. To get him a chance to go there, it's the whole Geno Smith right now. Everybody's like, Geno Smith or Russell Westbrook or uh, Russell Wilson. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, now it doesn't look like a bad decision. I think that's kind of what, like. Let me show you. My career isn't done.
0: I never thought it was done, and I think that's that's the thing that that kind of baffles I didn't either. me. Remember that text, the text message I sent you early today, right this morning. Yup, yup, yup. Uh, for those that don't know,
1: those of them uh, that weren't looking at my cell phone.
0: Yeah, that wasn't looking at his cell phone, and you don't <laughs> and you don't open up ESPN. <laughs> Russell Westbrook is having a better season than Clay Thompson.
1: Say it ain't far. so.
0: It, it's not even close. It's it's not even close. So I think we should be talking about Clay Thompson more than we're talking about Westbrook in that aspect. But to get back to the, this possible trade, if this does happen, there's about $12 million difference between Lowry's and Westbrook's contract. So somebody else has to go. Uh, I, I don't has know. Has to
1: go from Miami. So we had to send two? Possibly three. Why you say that though? Doesn't Westbrook Westbrook's contract? Oh, because we got to open up more cap space.
0: Yep, I got to open up more cap space. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know for sure, unless Westbrook is willing to extend his contract. I mean, if I were him, I would. I would sign. I an mean, extension. I
1: I think I think if he goes to I think if he goes to Miami, there's a very good chance that we make the playoffs with him. So. Oh yeah, and, and then you got to think about like,
0: resurging Victor Oladipo as well.
1: Yeah, and not just a not just a um, not just like a one and done type thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like legitimately contenders every year in the East. Yeah, you know why he's there with him and Jimmy buckets. I, I definitely feel because you know we got Bam, we got buckets, we got you know, and then we'd have Westbrook. There, I think what I seen was they were talking about sending Lowry and Duncan. Or possibly uh, Duncan Robinson, I think. Or possibly yep. um, Tyler Hero, even possibly.
0: I would trade Duncan before I tra- trade
1: Hero. I would too. He- I mean, Hero's Duncan's actually averaging 19 points this year. Duncan's nasty from that three-point range. Nasty, but he is. Not a, he's not—he's not an all-around player.
0: No, he's only averaging six points right now. He's only getting two rebounds and. 1.8 assists, and he's averaging 29 minutes. That's not too, very good. Too, that's too many two minutes less than Hero, and Hero's averaging 19.6. Yeah. So I I I think the option here is Duncan Robinson, and I didn't even check this part, but I think Duncan Robinson is actually making 16 million. So Duncan Robinson is actually the this is a person that they can add to
1: the trade. So, I think Duncan hey, would really look good. I think Duncan and Kyrie. Uh, and uh, Kyrie, Duncan and Lowry would really help the Lakers, that Lakers as well, because Duncan's gonna allow them to spread the floor mm-hmm. a little more, which is gonna open up more shots for LeBron. Uh, you know, it, it's gonna, and then you got Lowry is very good at doing what you, whatever you need him to do, man. He's not like the one man team, but that man is, yo, you need him to dish the rock, he's got it, you need him to make the shot, he's got it, like he. He just seems to be that, you know, ever evolving piece. Whatever you need him to be doing that on the team, he's there, and that's what I really like about Lowry. So I think he would definitely be beneficial to me. To me, if you're the Lakers, I, I think you pull the trigger. But at the same time, now that Westbrook is really doing well off the bench. They may be more inclined to hold on to him. Westbrook they doesn't pri- stay in L.A. when he when he gets a chance to get out of there. He doesn't stay.
0: Oh, yeah, he's gone. He's gone. Uh, it, and uh, if you're the Lakers, you, you try to get rid of him before the trade
1: deadline because he's 100%. not coming back. Is this his last year? Yes, this is oh, his last gone. year. Oh, he's gone. He gone. Yeah, That's he's what I'm gone. saying. You you bring him to Miami. I yep. could see him re in with Miami. He almost went to Miami, if you remember correctly. I actually wanted him to go to Miami. I did, too. I wanted him to go to Miami when when uh when
0: Westbrook left the Rockets, and then went to Washington.
1: Yeah, I thought he was coming from the uh when he's was it when he signed with the Rockets or before the Rockets?
0: I think it was when he signed. I with thought he the was. Rockets.
1: Yeah, I thought he was coming to. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you and I were talking about it. Yep. He, we reemerged emerged as the like the 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 team he was coming to. Like he's going to Miami and then. Boom, he went to the Rockets, and I was like, What? Yeah. Like, was, I was, was so upset, dude, because I thought for sure we had him. It was a bit crazy. I'll tell you this much
0: Westbrook on that that Miami team uh, that played in the championship in the bubble beats mm-hmm. LA.
1: I think so. Yeah, they did. I beat could LA. see it. I could see it. Yeah
0: so but that's all i have for basketball i don't i don't have anything else there's nothing really going on the guys were were like 15 games in i think 14 15 14 yeah. games in it's a little too early uh but you know the more the more that stuff comes up we'll we'll address it but it's this is that those two are kind of been on on the bubble of around for everything so
1: well we'll see how it all plays out but uh well, let's go ahead and roll into uh to some football here. We'll go ahead um and get our boy uh, Ray Ray on the line. So, Ray Ray, you there? guys? how we doing tonight? All right, how about yourself? Doing Chilling.
2: well, doing well. All
1: right, Ray Ray, well, uh, I know that you love to use some college football. So, before we get into the pros, we'll go ahead and talk about some college ball and kind of what's going on with that uh, landscape with the college. So, last week we uh, we had Tyler on here and we threw out what our predictions were of who we're gonna make the, the uh, college playoff champion, or I mean, yeah, the college playoffs. Um, now, I had Georgia, Ohio State, um, TCU, and Tennessee. And I remember, uh, maybe it was you, Vince. I'm not positive, but somebody had Michigan in there. Someone had Oregon be. in there. Okay, he, I think I think Tyler had Oregon in there. So Oregon, we know, is not going to make it now. Yeah, it's a wrap. Michigan still has a chance, but intriguingly enough, LSU is kind of limping in there. I don't think they're going to be Georgia, but they're kind of limping in there. So before uh, before we dabble too much, what uh, I don't think mine, mine or yours. Teams have really changed, Vince. Am I wrong? No, nothing's changed. Okay. What? Uh, who do you have, Ray Ray? Well, originally, you know, I was hoping Oregon would get in there just because, uh, you
2: know, Bo Nix out here quoting, saying that if they play Georgia again tomorrow, the game would be completely different. Well, <laughs> you, can't okay. even, you can't even beat Washington. You left the SEC for a reason. So I think you got humbled, and now you're at where you need to be. But my top four, I think you're going to have to go Georgia, realistically, Ohio State over Michigan. Then you're gonna see TCU. I think the Bullfrogs are gonna pull through with only two games they got left. They seem pretty easy to go. And then Tennessee is gonna make its way right back in. I'm
1: so you you got it you got it pretty much laid out just like I do.
2: I just don't see anything else changing it.
1: The only one I could see really swapping would be Ohio State Michigan. That's really the only one I could see. I.
2: Yeah, that's that's about the only flex. It's gonna really come down to that that game.
1: Yeah. Now the yeah. only thing that I could see. Depending on how the Michigan-Ohio State game goes, I could see the committee looking and saying, Georgia, Ohio State, or Michigan whoever wins. TCU, and then the other one who did not win that one, and go, sorry, Tennessee, you did not make your championship game. I could see something like that, but I think that's a little more far-fetched because I think that Tennessee is... More of a, a clear-cut favorite.
2: I think it's going to come down how you said. If it's, if it's going to swing that way, it's going to really depend on the score difference between mm-hmm. Ohio State and Michigan.
1: If it's like a Tennessee-Alabama game again. Yeah,
2: if it's if it's down to the wire, I think people are going to want that rematch. It's, it's about the money, and people are going to want to see that again. And we all know that those are two big fan bases. There's a lot of money between those two.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it would be a shake-up to the playoffs, which is – Generally, going to bring more people. I mean, if you watch, they say that when any of these championship games have a bunch of the same repeaters, you know, when when uh, the Heat were steadily in it, you know, well, not maybe on the Heat because they watched it a little more, but when the, uh, when the Warriors continually got in there, when it was Alabama and Georgia, Alabama and Clemson, when it was all these, they say there's. Technic, there's normally a trend of it ticking down because it's like, okay, we've seen this over and over and over again. We don't want to watch this again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we wait, wait. So go ahead. I got a, I got a question for both of y'all. So y'all don't think USC has a chance?
1: I originally picked USC, um, but it's just hard for me to want to put them over Tennessee, man, to be honest with you. I think so – uh, USC plays UCLA this week, and I think yes. if they come out and just, just you know, put their face in the dirt, then there's a very good chance that they do leapfrog Tennessee. You
2: know, and that's Ford, why I'm asking the Ford's question. going a lie, you know, Lloyd was told that he had a one in a million chance, but he still had a chance in Dumb and Dumber. You know, it's it's <laughs>
1: there,
0: <laughs> but there's still a chance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's uh. I don't know. I think for sure you got the you got Georgia as long as they beat LSU and Georgia Tech, which should be a, a it should be a no brainer. Um, but I mean, then again, any given day, you know. Uh, but as long as Georgia wins, then Georgia makes it, and the winner between Michigan and Ohio State make it. I think those two are pretty much a, a solid. You know you got it, and then uh, t c u is gonna it's gonna depend do people think t c u deserves to be there maybe they think u s c deserves to be there over t c u if they come out and they smash u c l a mm-hmm. uh you know it's gonna be kind of like that type thing the, the the there's definitely gonna be a shake up and obviously if it's me sitting on the committee, I look at who are the strongest teams and I think it's a no brainer I normally don't like putting teams that have losses over teams that are, you know, undefeated. But I think it's a no-brainer. I think had Tennessee not faced Georgia, Tennessee would still been ranked number one in the country. I don't see anybody knocking them off, and we've seen it just last, just the other week. The Falcons played the Panthers and beat them, and then come back and couldn't get it going. So. There's a chance that rematch, you know, and Georgia did it last year. They lost to Alabama, and they came back and beat them in that championship. So didn't they? They played Alabama last year and lost, right? Yes, they did. Okay, i about to say. I just want to make sure I wasn't wrong. I was pretty sure it was last year, so but
2: championship, but still won it, 33. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, well, you know, going off
2: of what you had said, if of- you didn't make it to your own championship, Ohio and Michigan. You know they're in the same side in the same conference. So if, if the committee takes that into effect, how how does USC not make it to that four slot? Cause and that's, that's what I was, was thinking. Because at that point true. you have three undefeated teams, and USC, if they go the rest of the season, only have the one loss, and they would be your Cinderella, your number four.
1: That is true. Hmm. Yeah, this one's gonna be this one's gonna be wild, man. Because uh, we don't have much longer and we're gonna know who's gonna be in there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Gonna be, it's gonna be a close one, man, for sure. It's gonna be a close one, so we'll see how that all plays out. But, well, on to a little bit of the pro ball here. And uh, I guess before we really get into that, Vince, we'll go ahead and hit the favorite segment. Take five? Take five. Week 8 rematch that ended in OT, the Falcons head to Charlotte to play the Panthers. This game was not the highest score that the first one was as it totaled 40 points overall. Neither team seemed to know how to pass the ball as they would combine for 254 passing yards total. However, the story would be the ground game of the Panthers as they racked up 232 yards and cruised past the Falcons 25 to 15. The red hot Seahawks take on the Buccaneers in Germany's first NFL game. Geno Smith continues to have a good season as he throws for 275 yards and two touchdowns. But between 161 rushing yards and 258 passing yards, the Buccaneers would walk away with the dub and win their first game abroad, 21 to 16 bucks. Perhaps the game of the year, the Minnesota Vikings would head to Buffalo to play the Bills. At half, it looked like the Bills would put this one to bed soon, leading 24 to 10. However, they would only score six points in the second half and allow the Vikings to put up 20 to tie the game and force OT. After a field goal by the Vikings, it looked like the Bills would score as they quickly got into the red zone. However, for the second time during the game, Patrick Peterson would intercept Allen and put this one to rest. Vikings win 33 to 30. The Detroit Lions headed Chicago to play. The Bears! Heading into the fourth, the Lions were down by 14 points. It looked like the Lions would once again lose another week. However, the Bears defense decided they would take the fourth quarter off and allow the Lions to put up 21 points. Justin Fields would have over 300 total yards of offense and four touchdowns, but it still would not be enough as they would lose 31 to 30 Lions. Broncos head to Nashville to play the Titans. Tannehill would come back this week and he would come back with a vengeance. He threw for 255 yards and two touchdowns as the Broncos continued to struggle to figure out how to win a game. The Titans wouldn't ball out as a team, but they would do enough to beat a less than stellar Broncos team 17 to 10. The Houston Texans head to the Meadowlands to play the Giants. Danny Dines would throw two touchdowns on 197 passing yards, but the big story is Barkley. After being counted out by many, he would come to remind everybody who he is. He rushed for 35 times, putting up 152 yards and a touchdown. Combine that with no turnovers by the Giants and two by the Texans, and the Giants would win 24 to 16. Jaguars versus Chiefs in Kansas City. Lawrence would have a pretty good game throwing for 259 yards and two touchdowns. However, he wouldn't get any help from the rushing attack as they would only put up 75 yards as a team. Also, I should mention there's another quarterback on the other team named Patrick Mahomes, and he would throw for 331 yards and four touchdowns with only one pick. Putting up only 17 points will make it much harder to beat the Chiefs, Jaguars fans. Chiefs win 27 to 17. Browns head to Miami to play the Dolphins. Tua is red hot and even in November, he is burning up. 285 yards and three touchdowns is a nice little stat line. When he wasn't throwing, Wilson was running all over the Browns defense as he put up 119 rushing yards and a touchdown. The Dolphins easily win this one, 39 to 17. The Saints go to PA to play the Steelers. This is TJ Watts' return, and you know this man is hyped to be out there. It seemed to have fueled the whole team, as they would intercept Andy Dalton twice and only allow the Saints to score in the second period. After pitching a shutout on all the other quarters, the Steelers would win 20-10. Colts head to Vegas to play the Raiders. Jeff Saturday coaching the Colts on Sunday for the first time in his career he hands the starting job to Matt Ryan who looks like Matty Ice of old but the bigger story here is Jonathan Taylor racking up 147 rushing yards and a touchdown another week another Raiders loss as they continue to spiral down Colts win 25 to 20. Cowboys head to Green Bay to go head to head with the struggling Packers going into the fourth it was on cruise control for the Cowboys who were up by 14 points 195 games going into the fourth leading by 14 and they had never lost Well, 14 points in the fourth by the Packers and we're heading to OT. After a failed fourth down attempt in OT, the Cowboys give the ball to Aaron Rodgers and the rest is history. Packers win 31-28. LA Chargers versus San Fran 49ers. Jimmy G would throw for 240 yards but failed to put up a TD. However, he is 9-0 when not putting up a touchdown in his starts behind that stout defense the 49ers would hold the Chargers under 250 total yards and win 22 to 16 Monday night we would see the last unbeaten team the Philadelphia Eagles face off against the Washington Commanders a losing team versus an unbeaten team should be an easy win for the Eagles right well sometimes when you're counted out is when you perform the best the commanders seem to have the Eagles number all night long and at the end would end the Eagles perfect season pop that champagne 72 Dolphins commanders win 32 to 21 and that is it all right gentlemen which one do y'all want to tackle first we're gonna going gonna talk about the elephant in the room the Phillies or we're gonna leave that one for the end don't matter to me I think
2: it's up to events on that one
1: oh
0: no it doesn't See,
1: like on the contrary I'm actually happy we lost so we can say that for them. it's a little bit humbling. okay with well, experience well let's yeah. talk about uh let's talk about Mr. Jeff Sunday here and uh the new head coach for the Indianapolis Colts, which A lot of people are really upset, unarmed about this and that, this disgrace. Yeah, I could shoot blah blah Look, man, let the dude coach. Like whatever, dude. Whatever. At the end of the day, this is it's the owner's team. He wants to put this man. If he wants to turn around and put a three year old coach and go for it, big dog. Just know <laughs> it's your money you're playing with. So Jeff Saturday comes in there, and uh, what did he what did he say, Ray? Ray, what was you talking to me about before the show?
2: I think it was uh, October 30th or 31st. he tweets out that uh, Raiders look horrible, and that was it. And then just imagine he gets hired as the interim coach, and you go out and you beat the team very first game that you just got <laughs> your, done calling horrible.
1: Your, your very first professional coaching job.
2: I like to think that all at Hookham Horns was probably crying
1: after that oh man you know hook of horns was crying oh
0: i'm not gonna gonna lie to you i'm not gonna eat those words we're winning yeah (laughs) (laughs) bro you
1: better win you better win oh you can't ask for a debut
0: i tell you what the colts are still in the the hunt for the playoffs
1: bro the colts looked like i thought they were gonna look all year long with matt ryan i mean with matt ryan their I told head coach y'all, is is
0: is an offensive lineman.
1: Yeah, I told y'all I had Matt uh, Matt Ryan competing for MVP this year, and uh, that one backfired in my face dramatically. But I could see them if if this week was any and I, I, this. I mean, honestly, this is I would say probably his best game all season. I mm-hmm. think this was the Colts' best game all season, just the way they played, right. like collectively. I. I He's obviously not going to win MVP, but I can see them putting up. I can see him performing, if this is any indication, I can see him performing the way I thought he was going to perform all year the rest of the season. Jonathan Taylor, who I drafted number one overall in our Fantasy Football League, decided to be Jonathan Taylor of last year. And uh, he went off, you know, almost 150 rushing yards and a touchdown. I was uh, was pretty happy with that. They look good, man. Looking at their schedule, I mean, it's – It's going to be a little rough. Yeah, but who's leading that division right now? The Titans by two games. I'm not sold on the Titans, though. Me I'm really not sold on the Titans.
0: It's doable. they got a tough road ahead of them. They have the Eagles. They have the Steelers, which should be a winnable game. The Cowboys in Jerry World uh, playing against Kirk Cousins. Um, They better hope and pray that it's a primetime game. Uh, they play the Chargers. I love
1: how he do the underhand jab.
0: I don't like I don't like Kirk Cousins. Uh, it, and Kirk they Cousins we trust. I do not.
1: Yeah, it's
2: not ah! a Monday night game, so you know it's going to yeah. stacked against them already.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I actually do think it's a Monday night game. It's Sunday. It's, it's Sunday.
2: Yeah,
1: I had to well, put your money on the Colts. Yeah. Yeah. Maddie Ice. <laughs> Maddie Ice performs pretty good. I. I'm. I if I remember correctly, my memory does serve me in primetime games as long as they're not in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they don't even have a time uh, frame for that that game yet either. So,
1: so it's they a flex might. game. Then it may get flexed out. It may stay in. If the Colts, yeah. if the Colts continue, if they start to kind of truck on up the uh, the power rankings, it's mm-hmm. definitely going to be a primetime game.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, if it's a primetime game, I'm putting my money against Kirk Cousins because he does not do well in primetime games. He and then did. they have the Texans to end the season. So, I mean, Too it's, many people it's, watching
1: him? Yeah, That's who you want to finish out with, I can tell you that. You want to finish out with the Texans. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they – well, you know, they did tie with them. So. Yeah, but that was under a new – they're under a new management now.
0: Yeah. I was trying not to lose the game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, any, any other games from this week that made y'all go, ooh? Uh,
0: uh, can we talk about the debacle with
1: the Bills? I was going to say that was one, and Green Bay was another one. But we'll go right ahead. Go ahead.
0: Uh, I, it's, it's the mistakes with them. I'm, 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 I'm actually I'm, – I'm disappointed they lost that game.
2: Yeah, Josh Allen's fallen uh, falling apart recently.
0: He has. And, 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 as, as, and if I'm – Sean McDermott's their coach, if I'm, I'm correct, right? right? Yeah. I'm not playing him. That week. Josh, You're not playing Josh Allen? No, I'm not playing Josh Allen. Because I know the severity of a UCL injury. Oh, no. I'm not playing you. We're is gonna he, you is down. he
1: injured or is he just trying to do too much? I think that'd be both. honest with y'all. I watched part of the game and they were balling out, and I was like, what a you waste of last my time. Throw. That left
2: throw was too much. Yeah. Yeah, it was too much.
1: I, I it, Yeah, to me, you're down that close. I get it. Time's getting close to the end, but you just. You nickel and dime them. See if you can get a touchdown, but if not, you play for the tie.
0: Yeah, that's a coaching thing, though, because you have to, yeah. you have to, you have to corral him in. You have to bring him
1: in and, hey, hey, I don't need I know, you to win the game. I know we're competitive. I know we want to win, but we're we're playing against the Vikings and the clock at this point. Yep. So I need you. I, I need you to to, you know, hold on and chill out. Just don't do too much, because then a loss counts against you a tie does not exactly well,
2: you you definitely can't doubt how much he cares for his team though cuz i mean he he owns to his oh, mistakes yeah. and he's willing to put the team on his back when he tries
1: this is true this is true yeah absolutely right. yeah man they're uh didn't they when did they they just lose to the jets and they just lose to the jets like uh was it last it's two week two in a row is not it yes was it 20 to 17 it, Ooh, so this they're is on two a they're, a row. they're and that they was were on a spiral.
2: Yeah, but Josh Allen saw two picks in both games.
1: So just to let you know that that team, as good as it is, cannot overcome interceptions, multiple interceptions. Yes. Well, I mean, another thing though, how about the Vikings? I mean, they're finding ways to make it happen, man. I don't huh. think. I think the Vikings do have some big name key players. Justin Jefferson's a monster. The second coming of Randy Moss for his team right now. What did he have in that uh, game?
2: hundred and ninety three receiving yards alone.
1: Yeah, something in, crazy. In one game. I don't know everybody, let me I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there. I know everybody's talking about his catch. And that catch, let me go ahead and tell you the 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 focus he had to make that play was huge. But let's be honest here. He didn't make that catch by himself.
2: That defender helped him. Yeah, the he helped him. Hel- the the, the defender held. Yeah, and
1: they
0: were they were trying to held. say that, that that catch was better than than Odell's. I'm like, uh, not even no, close.
1: No, 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 no. no, not even uh, close. I've dealt. seen some amazing catches, and don't get me wrong, that was a great catch. But if that's the case, then Tyreek's catch was better than in the Super Bowl was better than Odell's. Then hey, Wes Welker's cat. catch in the Super Bowl was better than Odell's. You know what I mean? We're just like, just going to discount the
2: helmet catch like that too? We just going to throw that? Oh no, we're no! No no! I was I was about to say I was <laughs> drinking some water just then. Yeah yeah. I, was.
1: I mean the helmet catch was was legit, but let's not let's not pretend that like the helmet catch was better than Odell's three finger no, catch.
2: No, I think that's no. still the top one. But I mean that's it, one of the a,
1: best catches, if not the best catch I've ever seen in my life. The Bills defender yeah. just it was a bomb. ball,
2: push it anywhere, and it was incomplete.
0: Yeah, I'll I mean, never forget. Like it was, uh, that was like a Thanksgiving game or something, wasn't it? Against the Cowboys. Yeah,
1: he was. He was pass interference. I mean, they had defensive pass interference on him, yanking him down. He caught it with three fingers, leaning back, was able to stay in bounds, and it was a bomb. So he's running full speed and literally trying to make a play on the ball, get snatched down, and was able to make it. I mean, it yeah. was nuts, dude.
0: I mean, I almost dropped cranberry uh, sauce on my freaking pants. That that oh, that, not that the game. cranberry
1: sauce. Not yeah, the man. I was,
0: oh man. Yeah, that was that was all's fault. I was about to be upset because I I didn't. I was like, did he caught
1: that? <laughs> yeah, that was that was not better than and Odell's like, oh you know Odell, you know how receivers are, man. They all gonna pump each other up, but deep down Odell knows they wasn't a better catch than this. Yeah, Odell knows. But well, uh, what about them? Uh, what about them Green Bay Packers?
0: Man, look, isn't isn't isn't. Oh, A, A-
1: Ron, eight and two against the uh, the the Cowboys. I don't know, man, but uh he definitely seemed to own them this week.
0: Yeah, he just shows up to Jerry's World. Well, no no, they played
1: in um Green Bay this the week. Frozen but... tundra, yep.
0: Yeah, they they played in Green Bay,
1: but he just like
0: it's pre- like warm ups. Yeah, like they but play. it's like warm ups and he looks at the Cowboys and he's like, Who's your daddy?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Bro, they had they were a hundred and ninety-five and O going into the fourth by by fourteen, they had never lost in their franchise history by leading, when leading by two touchdowns or more, never in their franchise history, he beat them.
2: Yeah, it doesn't help when starting quarterback's throwing two interceptions either.
1: Yeah, Dak's not. Uh, uh, I don't can, know if Dak's ready Dak, to come back from his injury. He looks
0: rough. Can can we say that Dak is the weak link for the Cowboys?
2: I think so. Can, can. We can uh, we talk about that now? But uh, I'll say I at think, least the I think Cowboys. Is the, weak link. the Cowboys at least stick Pollard's with their quarterback instead of recycling them like they do.
0: Yeah, but but, but Pollard starting. In, well, he's basically he's getting like starting reps
1: now. Yeah, I would say I would say that compared to what Dak has to handle, the Dak is definitely costing them a lot more. CeeDee Lamb showed up though, for once. Yeah, I know, right? I'm not impressed by him, man. Uh, the hype behind him, uh don't believe the hype, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm, pres- yeah I'm not impressed with that kid.
0: I, I, I can agree with that. I can I can agree with that.
1: I mean, he's not horrible, but he's not a Justin Jefferson, he's not a Jamar Chase, he's not a Tyree Kill. No uh, well, talent. You know. I mean, he's
2: obviously good enough to be where he's at, but
1: he's not a he's not a a uh, uh, Julio Jones of past he's not a uh, uh, Devontae Adams um, I think Stephon Diggs is better than him I think uh, uh, Jalen Waddles uh, Waddle's better than him I think I mean uh, the list I could go on and on if I looked at rosters I could go on and on and pull out quarterbacks Cooper Cuts better than him in my opinion I could pull out roster after roster after roster of wide receivers he I don't think he's a number one, one wide pick. receiver
2: I don't think he's a number one wide receiver no
1: no, he doesn't even rank back. in my top ten. You got to go the
2: other side of the ball. I think he makes it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's the yeah. number
2: one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. No, that makes sense.
0: Now I'll, I'll, I'll bring this up here because they're talking about Odell coming in, and Odell is wanting a multi-year contract. Do you Can want him? And I think the. The range of what Odell want is in between, in between 10 to 12 for a contract. Ooh. Now, mind you, I'll put, the, I'll put this in an aspect to you. They didn't want to give that to Amari Cooper. And he's you, balling over there.
1: Yeah, he's balling over there in Cleveland. Can you imagine Odell, Aaron Rodgers throwing Odell? Or, or Patrick Mahomes throwing Odell? Or Tua? God, Lee, could you imagine him down there in Miami that, with that receiving court, Miami? Oh dude. That would be disgusting.
2: And that who do you cover? Was he wanting cash or Bitcoin this time? Oh, uh, really. Question. I think we
0: I think we've all learned our lesson here if we're if uh He still like has that Bitcoin, just
1: he, so y'all are aware.
2: Yeah, I've heard he owes on it
1: now. Yeah, he owes on it like three hundred thousand okay. dollars. But digging a championship ring out it. of it.
0: He's probably holding on to it, thinking that it's gonna go, you know, go back north or whatever. But I mean, I think it's
2: seven fifty for a ring.
0: Yeah. Well I, well, I don't know if have y'all have y'all seen what's going on with the the the, the cryptocurrency, like the 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 Miami Heat
1: arena. Yeah, FTX. The FTX yeah. just filed for bankruptcy.
0: Yeah, they just filed for bankruptcy. They went from like I, I'm I'm throwing out a wild number here. They they were like ten billion dollars worth, ten billion. Now to owing eight billion, in overnight. it
1: overnight. It was something wild. That's what I told you, man. Cryptocurrency, I, I, at its current stage, it is not feasible because it's a you can't use it. You stuff. can't use it. You can't make money off of it. You know what you do? You put all your money. You put all your your dollars, your pounds, your pesos, whatever the hell you did put in there. You put it all into cryptocurrency, and then it shoots up. And then you know what you do? You cash out your cryptocurrency for your dollars, your pound, your pesos. You get it all back. Yep. Guess what you go use? You use the government's currency, not cryptocurrency, to buy stuff. I can't go and go, you know what? I'm going to go buy a 2023, you know, uh, Dodge Ram with a Bitcoin. Like, Get out of here, dude. And that's the thing, man. But we're going down the rabbit hole there. What about Philly, man? Let's talk. Let's talk. What about Philly? Oh, I'm I'm glad they lost. I think their arrogance was catching up to them, and I don't think it was everybody's arrogance. I honestly don't think Jalen Hurts' arrogance you might I think be glad he's a they very lost. humble person.
2: Is that the team you wanted to lose to?
1: I don't think me personally, I don't care who we lost oh, to. Okay. They need to lose. Uh, Him and I talked about this last week and we talked about his their arrogance. And I think we talked about it on the show. Their the coach's arrogance was on full display last year. Yeah, somewhere around last week.
2: minute mark, that's what y'all was talking about. Yeah, it was like
1: on full display. Like, he was very, very arrogant, man. You could tell. And uh, I I think uh, this is a humbling experience. I will say that I am taken back a little bit by where I power ranked them. To me, they were the number one team. And now they've shown they struggled against the Texans and then they got beat by Washington. But I don't necessarily say they're not the number one team. I don't know who is now. To me, there's no definitive no, there's not. For me to pick. Like, before you asked me, I was like, even though they started against the Texans, it's one week, they're the number one. But then they lost. And, yes, it is a rivalry game. But it's like, you lost to a team with a losing record. So, now it's like, uh, but, you know, it's like, okay, maybe the Bills. Wait, the Bills just lost to Minnesota and the Jets the week before. I'm not really sold on the Jets. Okay, with it's Minnesota. The but, yeah, but the,
0: but the Chiefs lost to the Bills. Like it's 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 up in there.
1: Yeah, and you're like, so then you go, well, it's gotta be Minnesota. Uh, right now it's Minnesota, maybe, but like do you think Minnesota's gonna go to the Super Bowl? Like, yeah, I don't it, think so. They shut down Justin, Justin Jefferson and they forced Kirk Cousins to throw to other people and try to run on just Dalvin Cook and, and they're shut down. You know, they're and that's what stays
2: true. Stays true to any given Sunday, right?
1: Yep. It's one hundred percent true. I think if I had to power rank right now, and obviously this is it, you know, it changes week to week. My number one team right now in the NFL, and I know you're not gonna like this, Dede, but my number one team I had to say is Miami Dolphins right now.
0: They're uh, playing, oh, oh I thought they're you were about playing, to say the Ravens.
1: No, come on, man. man they're they're playing hot right now. Miami's just seeming to click. And that's hard when you got, when you got it when you know they can push the ball down the field and you shut down one receiver, and they have another star receiver on the other side, and now their running back's starting to get into rhythm, it's like, uh, what do you stop? I think it's them. I think the Chiefs are still always a contender because they just can score almost down, almost on command.
2: All well, the but, Dolphins losses came while Tua was out, right? Exactly. Yeah, they lost so the like Bengals,
0: Jets, and the Vikings. Yeah, so you exactly
2: get your so. guy back out there and start gunslinging again. It's a different yeah. atmosphere.
1: Well, uh, which team in the NFC and the AFC has surprised y'all the most this uh, yeah. this year?
2: I'd have to say AFC is going to be the Jets. I think just because they get that stereotypical, it's just the Jets. They're going to be so bad. But they're doing pretty well with Zach Wilson at the helm.
1: I I, I have to agree. I have to agree. I think the Jets, because a and me talked about this, and I had the Jets – being the worst team in the NFL this year, with the Giants right behind them.
2: Yeah, and right, I'm glad and I didn't say that. <laughs> fighting for first in their division. I, mean,
1: I did. Yeah. Remember, because remember? I was so irate when they came out and said, the Falcons are only going to win two games. And I said, so you're telling me that the Falcons are going to lose more games than the Jets, more games than the Giants, more games than the Jaguars, more games than the Texans. Like, I was going off. I was so hot, man. So hot. But then the Jets have really surprised me as far as uh, – a how they perform so that's definitely my nfc my other i guess surprise team um to me my other surprise team is it's got to be the raiders for the opposite reason like i thought they were going to be like possibly you know afc championship contenders you know
2: I mean, you just look so stacked on paper but yeah, and they're that. not
1: even making the – Devontae Adams just said that Sundays is his least favorite day of the week.
2: That's
1: like That's bad. not good. That's not what you want to hear your star wide receiver say when you play on Sundays.
0: Hey, but he said that Derek Carr was, you know, just the same as Aaron Rodgers.
2: That's true. So
1: now who he, looks more like a fool? Who who looks more like a fool right now? Uh, is they Aaron, the no, they're the is same. It, is it Aaron Rodgers out there who can't really seem to complete it to anybody now that Devontae Adams? Who, oh, okay, who needed each other more?
2: I think Rodgers De- needed Adams more. Really, you think so? Yeah.
1: I think Devontae needed Rodgers more. I,
0: I, I agree. I, I think, yeah, I think I think
2: Devonte needed him more.
1: When's the last time you've heard Devonte Adams performing like Devontae Adams? I can't. I don't know if he's done it all year. Looking mean, at stat line.
2: Derek Carr's just not the quarterback either, though. That's not what
0: Devontae said. Well, yeah. You just
2: got to swallow your pride and just eat that sandwich and keep going. (laughs) I mean, I would say Aaron Rodgers because, I mean, he's the one who took the money. I mean, he sold Devontae out, really.
0: Oh, well, he did that to himself. Oh, yeah.
2: But, I mean, you still did it to him because together they still could have been clicking. But he had to leave because there's no money. Well, yeah.
1: Yeah yeah and part of it i mean it made it easier his family's over there you know what i mean his family's from cali they've never gotten to watch him play like now they can come watch him play all the time so yeah i think uh that money definitely was a was a factor well uh oh yeah money had change mm-hmm well uh what y'all's dark horse n f l playoff teams for uh, what you what's you, what you, what your what's your a f c team day day the dark horse Oh, it's definitely the Jets. Really? So that's who, that's who you think your dark horse is going to be, huh?
0: Yeah, I think that they might actually they might make a run here.
1: Wow. So okay, okay. So you're not saying dark horse to make the playoffs. You're saying dark horse to make a run. Yeah, I think I think they
0: I think wow. I, I can see the Jets getting out the first round. <laughs> wow. Okay. And, and, and shocking someone. I and and it's one of those like you know. They got enough to get out of the first round, and then well, they have a butt-fumble
1: situation. I don't know if y'all seen it, but the Jets said, we don't care what nobody else says about us. We got all the confidence in the world. We think we can beat anybody at any given time.
2: Yeah, I think that's what goes into it. Your player name Confidence is huge. It's what's well, it's just playing for each other is huge. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Who's, uh, who's your AFC team, Ray Ray? I think now with the new management, it's going to be the Colts. That's who I. I got to stick with them because I picked them to win that division, <laughs> and they embarrassed me so far this season. But I'm gonna stick with them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna still stick with them. I'm gonna think they're uh, they are my AFC team as well under you, new management.
2: You shake up the new management. You put your assistant quarterback coach as your play caller. You get your first win with your Lyman head coach. I mean, you things are looking up, right? <laughs> I guess. Hey, hey. I hey. hey we're starting off undefeated. Just starting off undefeated with new management. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'm NFC. I'm sure Tyler wondering. I don't know what that. you gentlemen are going to say for NFC, but I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all on the NFC, my dark horse is uh is Mr. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. I don't, you think I think they're, they're going to make a run. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I didn't say make a run. I'm yeah, talking yes, about run, my team. A, yeah, a run to make the playoffs. I'm yes. talking. To, yeah, I think they're going to make a run to make the playoffs. Yeah, my dark horse is just making the playoffs now. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying they're going to, you know, win their first game. I can tell you if, if they if they make the playoffs and the first game is in Green Bay, they win. That's my call.
0: Okay, that's fair. I'm gonna go
2: with the 49ers. I think goal- is DMC's giving them new life, new breath. Oh, bro,
1: is he ever. <laughs> I mean, well, they don't before, even need to... even
0: before then they scared me. They that that team is physical on both sides of the yeah. ball. Jimmy you
1: know, G doesn't need to even throw a touchdown, man, for them to win. Debo's yeah. gonna be happy. Ten and 0. 10 and O, when he doesn't throw a touchdown, that's insane, dude. Who uh, who's your team, Rere? You
2: know, looking at the rest of the Commanders' schedule, I think they're going to ride that high from a victory. When they only got the Texans, Falcons look like hot fire. Giants, they got two games in a row with them, but it's only a matter of time till I think Danny Dimes starts throwing it away. So I think there's going to be four for them right there. I think they'll struggle with the Niners, and then they're going to have to make it through either the Browns or the Cowboys, and I think they're going to make it there.
1: I'm going to tell you this much: if you're going to speak about my Falcons, you're going to put some respect on our name, okay? They
2: can't even put respect on their own name. So I mean, oh, I don't mind going to put some
1: I'm going to put you in timeout on the podcast. <laughs> you better put some and, respect on our name.
2: I just know them dirty birds need to clean up their act.
1: We're trying. We're trying. We got to get Marcus Mariota off the helm. I'm telling you, we gotta. Hey, if it worked for the Colts, work for us. We don't need new management. We just need new manager. <laughs> just one, maybe assistant manager. Just, just, just slide him on in there. And get the ball boy. Yeah, <laughs> I just need. I just. I'm telling you, man. We need to. We, Mariota is not. We're not gonna win with Mariota. Uh, I love our rushing attack. I think we're great. We're one of the top rushing teams in the league. But we got to do something else passing wise. He cannot throw the ball, and we got, well, you know, we got London, we got Pitts. I mean, we got two studs. Now you got off. We need a quarterback that can throw to him
2: for your team. Who's who's your dark horse there, Shady?
1: I had Green Bay. Green Bay. I had Green Bay. Remember, because D- uh, that's right. Day
2: Day, what was yours for this side of the on this side oh, of the Forty ball? 49ers. Yeah, that's. Those are, all, those are all good picks. Those two. I could see the Niners just – with CMC, that's just such a change to that team.
1: That yeah, That definitely re- rejuvenated them. So, Yeah, well, absolutely. Vince, uh, we'll go ahead and let you talk about this one because I know that uh, you kind of seemed like you wanted to kind of handle this and talk about this, and you brought it up to me, which I think is a cool thing. We talked about it, I think, earlier today. And that's the ref's instant replay thing. Go ahead and uh, – <sighs> Go ahead and put that well, out there because Ray was kind of asking me about that.
0: Okay, so last night's game, Dallas Goddard, who is also – I think they're going to put him on IR because he has a shoulder injury from this particular play. Uh, he caught the ball, and the defender grabbed his helmet and and yanked, yanked towards and threw him on the ground. Simultaneously, another guy popped the ball out, fumbled – and they got uh, one of the defenders picks the ball up and like runs into the end zone. So what they did was they they ran the replay. Well, as as we're, I'm looking at the replay, you can see that this guy has all of his fingers all the way up to the the, the last knuckle inside this guy's face mask.
1: Oh yeah, he didn't even try. He just gripped yeah. it. Oh, yeah, he himself. just gripped
0: it. And the commentators, which uh, which by the way, I'm gonna throw this out here, Troy Aikman does not need to call Eagles games.
1: Why, because he hates y'all? Yes. <laughs> but I, I don't understand why would he hate y'all? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, they brought in Mike Piera, I think that's his name.
1: Yeah, 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 the old ref guy.
0: And he said that this is something they have been trying to uh, talk to the NFL along with the Players Association about, that in certain instances like this where that fumble probably wouldn't have happened
1: mm-hmm. if
0: he got face mask. They want to be able to, when they do the review, they can call that penalty because the face mask happened before the fumble.
1: And I think if they see that penalty, right. And because me there, I was, I was a little mad about this because I thought if that face mask happened and you can blatantly see that it, it I'm not going to say that the face mask calls the fumble, the face mask definitely affected it. Had that penalty happened, had there been a holding call or something that happened right before a turnover that helps the team, if the team committing the penalty gets a favorable call, you know, fumble and interception, whatever maybe, it should be it, it, it should be overturned. They should be able to look at the review. I'm not saying it's kinda of like I don't know how it is in the States, but in Florida, right? If I'm driving in my I'm not wearing a seatbelt, you can't pull me over for that. But if you pull me over for headlight out and you see I'm not wearing a seatbelt, it's a ticketable offense. It should be like that. I'm not saying they need to be able to do replay every time on, right. you know, to go see if they missed a call, you know, or every downtime they look at it. But I'm saying if you go to the replay to look at a play and you see a penalty there, it should it should be allowed to be called. You don't want to mess with it too much because you don't want to mess up the momentum of a game. But still, come on, man. That was yeah. blatant. It was very
0: blatant. And, and and there was also another penalty where I think, I think it was the running back was running on the, on, on the sideline. And Gardner actually was able to catch up with the, the runner – the guy's foot was still in bounds, and he laid the guy out. The ref throws a flag, yeah. and they and they show the replay. But you you could clearly see that guy's foot was still in.
1: So initially, what I thought that because I remember that one, what I thought the penalty was on was taunting, because after he hit him, he stared at him, and yep, he threw a flag. And I remember looking at the screen going, "Every time, man, I like that stuff, but you can't do it in the NFL, and that's the rules." You can't taunt. So I thought, because had he, he laid a lick on him, and then they didn't throw a flag for that, but had he caught a touchdown and did that exact same thing, caught the touchdown, dropped the ball, and just flexed on that guy after he caught it. You know, the defender fell down and he flexed on him. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Right. So that's what I thought the flag was going to be on, and I'm like, you can't do that, bro. And then when they said personal foul, I was like, what? Like, and then, of course, I watched it, and I'm like, I mean, yeah, they hit him helmet-to-helmet, helmet, but it's not a late hit. Like, And that helmet to helmet crap, man, that junk, That rule ticks me off anyways because last night, if you've seen that running back guy hit twice, it he hit him. helmet to helmet twice. The first guy hit him, and then Gardner hit him. Both of them helmet-to-helmet. Helmet. No flag was thrown. But yet, if it's a crucial play and he's running and he's shooting through the hole and I lower helmet, and we slam helmet-to-helmet, helmet, a penalty's thrown. It, it's like they choose, pick and choose when they want to throw that thing. It was blatantly obvious they hit helmet to helmet. I mean, you could hear the helmets crack one after the other. My wife wasn't even watching the TV and she, and I said something about it and she goes, I, I thought I heard it. It, it, it hit him twice. I said he got hit helmet to helmet by two different people. She wasn't even watching the TV and heard that, man. Yep. You know, and so it's like... I don't know, man. I would like to see that. I would. Uh, I, I mean... I don't want to put it in too much, but what's your what's your thought on that, Ray? Ray, What do you think?
2: Uh, Bring me up, sweet. I'm sorry, my my dog was chewing on wires, so I kind of. Oh my god!
1: This guy, this guy. That's why we can't bring him on the podcast right here. Um, What he said was last night. Last night it was a game that uh, there was a face mask penalty that wasn't called, which led to a fumble. Yeah, and then, you know, I was
2: tracking on all that with Dallas yeah. Goddard. So, you know, I'd have to agree with that. I mean, because if you have the one thing that leads to the other thing, because I heard where you said, it might not have led to the fumble, but it's a game-changing event. It's kind of in the air still, right? Because in days of old, you know, you can argue that, of where well, they didn't have that opportunity. But with technology moving forward, why would we not do that? You know, if, yeah. if, it, was, if it was a blatantly terrible tackle or call, because if it was seen, that's a flag all day, and that fumble doesn't matter. Correct. You know, so I have to agree. Where we're not going back and looking at every play, but hey, because of the fumble, it's it's done. You know, it doesn't matter. It's back to back to the Eagles first down.
1: Mhm.
0: Craziness, man. It yeah, It it, it, re- it really is. And then looking at the replay, there was actually a guy watching the play on the sideline.
1: Bro, that's the worst, man. I I honestly feel like these refs sometimes just have personal vendettas they have whatever I think they're I've, sensitive I've watched I've watched I've watched the ref watch a play and then call it and I'm like bro I I know you've seen that play I'm sitting here watching it on TV and I can see the play and then when I watch the replay I'm like oh yeah plain as day like I've seen it the announcers see it everybody sees this play and you call it something else and it's like how how you know Like, you know, and it's all the wording because sometimes they'll come up there and they'll say the ruling on the field stands or they'll say the ruling on the field is confirmed, you know, which means, hey, we made the right call. The stands means we don't know if we made the right call or not, but we're not going to change it because we can't say that we made the wrong call. Can't say we made the right one, but can't say we made the wrong one either. So, wash. Well, uh, I don't really have any much, any more topics per se. If uh y'all gentlemen don't no sir, just got you. my uh stat
2: <laughs> okay, well we yeah, can uh games of the week
1: I was about to say we will run into the games of the, uh, to watch this week first, and then if you want, we'll roll into our stats so what uh Ray Ray, since you're the uh guest what what games do you got to watch for the uh NCAA world?
2: So I think it's going to be interesting. You know, you have Baylor 6-4 and going against the Bullfrogs, 10-0. and Bullfrogs have struggled with, like, West Virginia, who's 3-5. and five. There's only a 10-point difference. So I think it's going to be very interesting to see, to see if the Bullfrogs can hold on. I think if they take that loss, USC is going to be in that debate in that top four, and uh, it'll make it in. So I think it's going to be the interesting because when they come up to Iowa the next week, it's not going to even matter if they're going to be in.
1: Okay, I like that. I like that. What – uh. What about you, Bench? You, you got any games to watch in the NCAA world?
0: The only one I'll be watching that that really sparks my interest is USC and UCLA.
1: That's mine. I have the same one.
0: Yeah, that's the one I want to watch.
1: This is this is to me. UCLA's got nothing to lose, and UC uh, USC has everything to lose. Yep. So that's one. I uh, I mean, Oregon, Utah—that's another clash of, of ranked teams, but. Oregon, let's be honest you you've screwed your season up, and you talk you're not getting in. You're you know you're not getting in. In the last <laughs> ranking, you were thirteenth. You're not going to shoot that high up in two games. No, it's so. just not going to happen.
2: Not unless everybody just lost that matters.
1: They would have to have a yeah uh the whole college football collapse. world has to be shook up. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, well, uh, NFL, Vince, who do you got? What's your team to watch? What's your game to watch this week?
0: Uh, my game to watch this week is actually
1: the Titans and the Packers. Okay, Titans and Packers, huh? Yeah, I think that's going to be a good game. Who you think wins that? I think the Packers win.
2: As long as Derek Henry gets a lot of yards, that's all I care about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who? Uh, who's your t- who's your game to watch? Ray, Ray.
2: Well, it's uh, it's for a weird reason. It's more about. Will the team win it themselves, or will they just give away another one? It's going to be the Falcons and the Bears. Because both teams have managed to give away so many games. So it'll be interesting to see who's playing to lose or who's playing to win.
1: You know, I invite this man on the show, and he just takes every chance he can take the jab at my Falcons, man. (laughs) <laughs> this guy. I thought we were gonna go to a hockey game this year, but you're really ruining that. Uh, hey, that's different. We're,
2: we're not over there. We're not talking about that.
1: Jeez, man.
2: You know, you, you better watch yourself if you want to go hunting still.
1: Oh, okay. Calm down now. Why are we getting all hostile? <laughs> Godly. Well, my game to watch, I think, um, is going to be the Jets versus the Pats. So the Jets are rolling into New England. And they're only a game above. So the Patriots already beat the Jets, I believe, right, this year? Pretty sure. Um, yes, yes, they have. Yeah, so at this point, man, if the Jets lose again, which they have lost, I think I think the stat was 14 games in a row to the Patriots. If they lose again, bro, well, first off, the Patriots jump them in the standings which is really going to hurt considering if you're looking at that division. Miami right now, 73. The Jets are second place with 6-3 because they hold the tiebreaker over the Bills. But if they lose, the Jets go from second to last in that division, in a very tight division. And so I think that's going to be one to watch. I'm excited to watch that. I think it's going to speak to a lot about the Jets. You're going into a hostile environment, and can you beat a team that has had your number now for almost seven years straight.
2: Zach Wilson is good at being on the hunt. So
1: That's what I hear. That's what I hear. So, that is my game to watch. So, all right, Day Day. What what is your stat today?
0: Okay. My stat today is actually, it's NFC East related. Mm -hmm. So, since 2003... The Dallas Cowboys have had only three playoff wins. Boy, he couldn't
1: help himself, could he? Oh, no, absolutely not. Couldn't help Uh, himself.
0: But who do you think has the most playoff wins since 2003 in the NFC East?
1: The most playoff wins since 2003 in the NFC East, the Giants. Yes. They got two Super Bowl rings after that. So with the Eagles second – And I'm gonna say Dallas third and Washington last. Yeah, because
0: Washington has only one lone playoff win. I think Robert Griffin was the one that got the playoff win. I I, 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 I might be wrong. Is that the the, year he
2: got hurt? Isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's the one and only. I think because they they won the first week, the first game, and then he tore his ACL Mm -hmm. um, against the Seahawks. I want to say.
1: Well. uh... I got a stat since we're just going to go ahead and stick in the uh, NFC East here. Who, uh, who do you think is the best quarterback in the NFC East right now? What do y'all think?
2: In the East, I, I'd have to go Hurts. I think just if you talk, if you do everything and go past stats and just the mentality mm-hmm. and that of a winner and of a leader, if you're going to look at it deep, I think mm-hmm. you get much better than Jalen Hurts.
0: What about you, we- Vince? Are we talking about all NFC East quarterbacks that's played this, this year?
1: <laughs> Are you going to tell me Cooper Rush? <laughs> I'm asking. Uh, uh, sure. Played, I
0: mean, his 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 uh, his QBR is 10 points higher than Dak Prescott's this year.
1: Uh, this guy. <laughs> Anyways, so, <three> uh, <laughs> because only two qualifying quarterbacks have thrown an interception on fewer than 1% of their passes this year. Unfortunately, one of them is Tom Brady. He's uh its a half a percent. The other one is uh, Danny Dimes at 0.8 percent. Yeah.
2: I'd still pick Jalen Hurts in the lineup. I would too. At I would too.
1: Yeah. I just want
2: to see what y'all thought.
1: So I would. That
0: too. was one of those those deflecting stats that Daniel Jones. Was, hey, look, man.
1: Hey, <laughs> look, hey. man. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey. When Daniel Jones steps on the practice field and he throws the ball with his left hand and there's no receivers on there. And no defensive backs. Nobody it's not can coming the ball. down my left nostril. Look at it. <laughs> like, what?
0: Nobody does it like that, baby. <laughs>
2: yeah, hey, bitch, real quick, it, and it was the Seahawks. And that was the game they lost. Okay, it was. All right, cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool,
1: cool. <inaudible> January 6th. Well, uh, yo, give me, y'all, gentlemen, pause for just a second. You don't have to pause it. Give me like five minutes. I'll be right back. All right, all right.
0: <laughs> Might be going to go whoop some ass. <laughs>
2: Somebody's going to be catching it.
0: Yeah, I think he's about to go whoops, mate. He don't usually say five minutes.
2: Yeah, so he says, says – I had to look it up. He <laughs> left the game, did not return. The Seahawks went on to win the game, eliminating the Redskins from the playoffs.
0: Yeah, his knee buckled. Oh, even, yeah. Nobody touched him. It, it just buckled.
2: Well, because that's the year – because, you know, he, had, he was quoted earlier that year talking about the hard thing about being a rookie quarterback – is I don't have respect from anybody. So if I get hurt, I can't just sit out because linemen are playing with something broken every snap. So who am I to sit out? And then that Ooh. happened. Huh?
0: Well, I think I think Mike Shanahan has 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 uh was, was a, a big part of why all that crap happened. He didn't even want RG three.
2: No. No, not because I think R G three is one of those great what ifs. Yep.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> It's it's actually kind of sad because, because I I think he sabotaged that boy's career.
2: Yeah, I mean, you make a team like Baylor relevant, who didn't have anything beforehand and has nothing after. That's you know that says something about you as a person, like as a player.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if you have ever been to Waco, Texas. It is a shithole. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, it's there's nothing really there. When I went to Waco, I was like, I we, we were going to D Mill Weapons, and I was like, I don't want to stay here. We're going to Dallas because <laughs> we're staying overnight,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, and uh, my first sergeant that called me and the sergeant was like, "Y'all, y'all can stay in Waco if you need to. No. Just just co- coordinate yeah. with supply. Uh, like, no, no, first sergeant, we're good. We're just gonna stay with uh, Sergeant Albright's uh, granddaddy." <laughs> all right, I'm back, gentlemen. My bad. Hey,
1: you're good. Y'all you ready? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, um. Barry, I don't know if you got a stat.
2: Yeah, i got one for all those that are missing out on the baseball season. A little sad. So in 1998, with Mark McGuire's record setting, 70 home runs, he hit a ba- the baseballs. They went a total of 29,598 feet, which would have been enough to fly over Mount Everest. God!
1: That is... Wow. Wild. That's, that's some power. A lot of steroid juice. I was about to say it's a, hey, a lot of roids. That's impressive right there. That's impressive. That's <laughs> hey. what roids are for. <laughs> hey,
2: you can't tell me baseball wasn't interesting in the late 90s.
1: <laughs> All them guys looking, walking around looking like uh, like old Arnold out there, like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, Ray uh, Ray, you got any shout-outs? You want to give any shout-outs to the people?
2: The only shout-outs I'd like to give is to hook them horns on holding three L's in one week. I'm always impressed with how many losses he can take with his teams.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. This man never passed up an opportunity to talk some crap on somebody. I learn from you. Uh, yeah? From the huh? best. <laughs> I'm pretty good at it too. Don't <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deny that. I do like talk some trash. What What about you, Vince? You got any? Uh, you got any shout outs? I don't have any today. But like, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> this man just blasted hook him. Um, a,
2: don't have any. Hey, <laughs> when He learns <laughs> to spell my last name correct. I'll let him go. But he's holding. Oh, it. how y'all been serving Apple together name.
1: now for how many years? Uh, four. Oh my god. Ah man, well uh, I don't per se have any shout outs, but uh I do wanna say that um for anybody that's listening, we had our birthday ball this last weekend for the Marine Corps with uh, Mike Battery and uh it was a pretty good time, man. Had a lot of uh, had a lot of fun time. Ray Ray was out there dancing on a dance floor, I got some video of it. Um he he, he got me he, out there. He dances like your stereotypical white guy. Hey, Amen. But, but, hey, man, he got out there. Um, oh, 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 Big Fish ripped his blues coat dancing. But that man can dance, boy. You know, we just had a good time, man. I got out there and did a little bit, but, uh, you know, I'm old and my knees started hurting, so I had to call at night real fast. Uh, plus all the cameras started coming out, but, uh, my cousin came out there, you know, her and her husband. We had, uh, potter with uh mama p and her dad out there so it was a good time man you know just everybody coming out there with the old brooklyn came out you know it was fun man it's a fun time so you know got to enjoy it walking around with all my medals clanking like a damn war hero you know so that was it man that's all the shout out i got was uh i appreciated everybody that came out there for the ball and hope everybody had a good time old oh, ball, the old ball. We gotta get you out there. Would you go to? No sir. Shut up, man. You're gonna be that old guy that goes to the ball. Oh no, oh no, my ball days are done. Yeah, whatever. Mm-mm. No, I'm not going to no. I got asked to go to the ball this year. <laughs> I wouldn't go to the ball right now when you got out though. No, Different. no, it's weird. I got
0: asked from from like my my pack when I was in the reserves. They were like, "Hey, do you want to come to the ball?" No.
1: Oh, I don't want to see you fools! Dang, good man. No, y'all gave (laughs) me so much. I was
0: uh, rare. I was there for probably six months, and I was a senior sergeant there. And they had me in the outbound section. And literally every weekend, somebody either got a DUI, was (laughs) drinking in the barracks, and got caught. It was just every weekend. (laughs) <laughs> and I would have to call Buck every weekend, morning, God. staff sergeant. Like, how you doing? Who who is it this time? <laughs> it became <too> <laughs> oh,
1: he calling me. I already know what it is. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, oh man. I appreciate you coming on tonight, Ray. Ready to jump on here and talk some uh, some pleasure. football. It's a pleasure. Yeah, man, it was a uh, good when we digging uh, into that the uh, that weird shaped cranium of yours. So I appreciate it. Oh my gosh.
2: Uh, yeah, hey, man, man, look, he's not missing an opportunity to talk smack. You thought I was lying. Uh,
1: you had to throw that in, didn't you? Okay. Of course, of course. I had to get him. He, he took jazz of my Falcons the hey, whole man, show. I don't want to primal. hear nothing. The Bears take a victory next week. The Bears are going to just sit down. <laughs> Mariota for MVP? Hey, I'm going to go ahead and give you a hot MVP. take. The Falcons have more rushing yards than the Bears next week
2: not with that rush. That, that is a hot take happen. because
1: the Bears have two hundred and twenty-five rush over 225 rushing yards per game for the last five games in a row. He,
2: the Bears got Lamar 2.0 back there. <laughs> I, uh, think, I the, think Justin Fields will be a better
1: thrower than Lamar
0: Jackson. That's why it's, not I like now, Justin I think I think Justin Fields will be a better thrower.
2: That's than why Lamar it's Jackson. 2.0.
1: He's better. Yeah, he's <laughs> upgrade. It's like the iPhone 1 and the iPhone 13 upgrade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, yeah, like I said, appreciate your Ray Ray. Vince, you're not getting a thank you uh, anymore. You've overstayed that welcome. Um, But, hey, world, appreciate y'all listening, spending y'all's time with us, uh, checking out our stuff. Remember, check out our social medias. Follow, we're dropping stats all the time, breaking news, uh, highlight plays, you name it, it's on there. So check us out, Late to Work Sports. If it's on Twitter, it's late to work sports, but the two is the number two. So check us out. You won't be disappointed. But gentlemen, appreciate it. And with that, we out. Peace.